Welcome to Save Six Figures with Gina Knox, the podcast where I coach you on how to save $100,000 by optimizing your cash flow. Hello, savers, and welcome back to the podcast. I am very excited for this episode because with this episode, I kick off a five, one, two, three, four, five, five part series called Secrets of a Trust Fund Baby. With these five episodes, I'm going to take you behind the scenes on the secrets of being a trust fund baby. I lovingly call myself the trust fund baby that your kids will be because I've grown up with a lot of financial privilege. My parents paid for my college. I have inherited money before and I will most likely inherit money again. Thank you, mom and dad. Shout out to mom and dad and my mom, who's definitely listening to this right now. <laughs> and and not only have I just inherited money and and lots of financial gifts, more importantly, I have inherited knowledge and mindset. And that is worth its weight in gold. I guess more than its weight because knowledge is weightless. Anyways, you get my point. <laughs> I grew up in a financially unbothered household. Now that didn't mean that like, I always say I wasn't like gossip girl rich, right? I wasn't like Upper East Side rich, but we never had financial troubles that I was aware of as a child in our home. We never wanted for anything. My parents were never, I never saw my parents argue about money, at least in front of us. Maybe they had disagreements in private, but I would say that there was a very financially safe, psychologically safe household that I grew up in when it came to money. And also I was taught a ton of financial, just like knowledge from a young age. You know, when it came to investing, into retirement, into mortgages, into interest rates. And then later on, as family members passed, I was exposed to trust funding, trust funding, trust planning and estate planning techniques and tax strategies and just a lot of things that you would never be exposed to unless you were in that situation. So with this series, what I hope to do is unveil some of those secrets of a trust fund baby and hopefully be a bit of an anti-gatekeeper because a lot of this stuff is really, really heavily gatekept. And I just think that 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 just shouldn't be. So five-part series. Today, we're going to talk about one that blew my mind when it, when I learned about it, and that will hopefully blow your mind as well. Now, this secret, for lack of a better term, this piece of knowledge that I'm going to share with you, I don't want this to be necessarily the thing that you take away. What I want you to take away from this episode is that there is so much out there that we may not be aware of. And I just want to blow your mind a little as this blew my mind. So in this episode of Secrets of a Trust Fund Baby, we're going to talk about estate tax planning, and we're specifically going to talk about how to help your kids not have to pay millions of dollars in taxes when they inherit your money when you pass away. (laughs) Okay. All right. So this is called the step up tax basis. I'm honestly not 100% 
involved in the intricacies of it. I don't want this to be taken as tax advice or estate planning advice. I just, again, I want this to be an example of what is possible in the world. So there is this thing called capital gains tax. When you buy an asset, let's say that you're investing in the stock market, and let's say you buy a stock of Apple, Apple computers, and let's say you paid $100 for that for that share. That is called your contribution. You contributed $100, so that actually that's called your cost basis. How much it costs you to buy that asset? It cost me $100. But let's say I bought a share of Apple for $100 and then I had it for 40 years. And then I pass away and then my daughter inherited it. And let's say that in 40 years, that one share of Apple is now worth $5,000, right? So I bought it for 100. My daughter inherited it and it's worth 1,000. The cost basis, how much I bought it for is 100. Everything above the cost basis, I get taxed on. That's called capital gains tax because it's the gains that I earned on my capital. So I would be taxed on those $4,900 that it appreciated, that the stock went up. Now imagine if you're a child inheriting money from, let's say, just a parent who passes away. And let's say you inherit a couple million dollars. Imagine the capital gains tax on all of that money, right? Because let's say that your parent or grandparent or whoever bought that share, that asset 40 years ago, I'm sure it's appreciated a lot. That's a huge tax burden. Well, guess what? There's this thing called the step up basis. And this is how you know that lawmakers are really in wealthy people's hands. 100%. <laughs> like lawmakers are wealthy people puppets. The step up cost basis says on the date of the death of the person who had the asset, the cost basis is reset to the value of the asset on that date. So let's stick with the Apple example. I bought a share of Apple for $100. 40 years later, I die and it's worth 5,000 and my daughter inherits it. The step up cost basis says, on the date of my death, the new cost basis for that share is whatever the value of that share was on the date of my death. So let's say it's $5,000, right? Now, the cost basis for the share is $5,000 and my daughter owes zero tax. Or let's say it continues to grow and she sells the share for $5,100. She only owes tax on the $100 above the new cost basis, not the full $5,000. Isn't that insane? And I know there was a lot of industry jargon in there, but I just, <laughs> like, what? Now, we used one example, right? The example of a share of Apple. I want you to think about this for a multi-million dollar trust fund. The kind of fund that your kids are gonna inherit because of the work that you do now to set it up. This will save your kids millions of dollars in taxes. And again, this is just one example of how our laws can be utilized to really like finesse taxes. And listen, I understand if this knowledge makes you angry, 
Like like I said earlier, I think this the step up cost basis is really just one example of just how much our tax code is geared towards wealthy people in this country. It's just one example of hundreds. And I don't want to get you overwhelmed with it either. I don't think you need to know every single one of these intricacies of the law. The tax code is thousands of pages long. So I don't want you to get caught up in that. I more want you to know that there's a whole world available to you, right? It's available to you in that it's public knowledge. And it's kind of not available to you in that nobody talks about it unless you're wealthy. So that's why we're having this conversation. I want you to see that this kind of stuff is available to you. In Seven Figure Wealth, these are the kinds of conversations we're going to be having. We're going to be talking about your wealth pyramid. We're going to talk about, I I really believe that there are kind of four pieces to your wealth pyramid. At the base, you have your earning ability, right? Your marketable skills, your sales skills, your business, all of that, your ability to earn. And I believe that we're always working on our ability to earn throughout our lives, especially as entrepreneurs. And then we have our ability to manage our cash and save and like just manage our money in general. You can have this skill of managing your cash and saving without necessarily having a huge bank account, by the way. So like don't get those mixed up. Then you have your investing portfolio strategy, which includes stuff like your retirement accounts, your taxable brokerage accounts, your trust accounts. So we would be talking about estate planning and stuff like this. 529 plans for your kids, custodial IRA accounts for your kids. So basically any kind of investment accounts for your kids. And then we're going to talk about the final piece in the wealth building pyramid is taking on bigger and bigger risks and taking on bigger investments. These are the kinds of conversations and these are the kind of intricacies of, you know, the secrets of the trust fund babies that are going to come up in these conversations because they're applicable to these conversations. And I am so excited to talk to people about this because like I said, it's technically public knowledge And it's also just not because nobody talks about it. And as a financial coach, I'm incredibly passionate about talking about this kind of stuff. All right. This is episode one of Secrets of a Trust Fund Baby. I'm excited to come back tomorrow with our second episode. So tune into that. For now, I want you to know that applications to Seven Figure Wealth open this Friday. Friday, April 21st. The link will be in the show notes. You can go to our website, genanox.co slash mastermind and find the application. If you have any inkling of curiosity or any inkling, like maybe this is the mastermind for me, let me give you a tip. Apply when the application opens. There are limited spots for the mastermind and I have given my current clients priority. So spots have already filled up even before we've opened the doors. I anticipate that we're going to sell out. So if you have any like desire or potential desire, submit an application. The application is a no commitment application. So that's not to say that you're going to necessarily pay and get a spot, right? Like it's the first step in exploring whether or not this is the right mastermind for you. But submit your application on April 21st, this Friday. All right. I will see you guys in the next episode. I'm really excited about this series. If you liked this episode, 
please share it on socials. You can tag me at Gina Knox. If you've appreciated this podcast, if you've been a listener, I would love, love, love if you could give us a review on iTunes. It helps us a lot. Otherwise, I'll see you guys in the next one. Take it easy. Bye.